Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. My name is Jared, and I'm alongside Kristen and Jesse. And of course, we're here to bring you a weekly fun episode talking about all things Disney, from the parks to the cruise line, to the company, the streaming service, sometimes a little bit of Star Wars, even though Kristen and Jesse don't really understand it. We're good at it. But it's okay. (laughs) But it's okay. They do their best. But Anyways, as always, we want to mention that the Mickey Blog Podcast is sponsored solely by Mickey Travels. Uh, We'll get into more about Mickey Travels later on in the episode. Uh, But regardless, we want to jump right into this episode. But before I do, let me be polite. Kristen, Jesse, how has your week been? How are you guys doing? You're so polite. I love it. (laughs) Good. My week is good. Again, another sunny day in Florida. Thank you, Florida. Love it. Um, But no, it's good. Been dizzying a lot because, you know. Disney is where we live. We work. That's yep, it, normal. That's what we do. Disney Disney parks reporters. We eat a lot of Disney. A lot food of Disney and food. get a lot of Disney frosting all over the place. A lot of food color dye on our hands and Gosh. our white t shirts that we end up wearing for some reason. I don't Honestly, know. Honestly, just me that wears white. I really love this team because they try to make it out to be like a team issue. And I, I'm the only one that forgets and wears white on like, these days where we're like it's fine having to get like 10 treats and i'm there in white with like blue and red frosting but it i love them for making me not feel bad about it it's okay we we love you we love you anyways but anyways let's get into our guests because we are so excited about uh today's episode today we have resort tv one on and i'm sure many of you guys in the disney community are aware of who they are but we're so happy to have josh and jenna from the very popular youtube channel resort tv one on this episode of the mickey blog podcast with over 61 million views all time and 172,000 subscribers. Resort TV One is one of the most popular theme park-centric channels in the world. They do live streams in the parks, vlogs, park tours, resort hotel tours, and resort TV, all in very high quality with many videos in 4K. They do a live stream in a park every Friday at either 4 p.m., 5 p.m., or 6 p.m., and have new videos Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 9 a.m., Josh and Jenna, thank you so much for coming on the Mickey Blog Podcast. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for having us. us. Of course. We're so excited to have you on. And uh, honestly, this might seem like a simple question, but uh, Kristen's Kristen's got an easy one for you. So don't worry. We got got an easy one for you right right off off the bat. bat. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, first of all, based on your intro, you guys are very busy. Like that was a lot. You have a lot going on. I'm just like impressed just right off the top um but yeah so when did you guys first fall in love with disney was there like a moment that you remember that you were like this is it this is my personality now or was it like a slow (laughs) slow burn what what was it that attracted you to this to disney you want to go first josh oh sure why not (laughs) Um, for me, honestly, I can remember it. My very first trip, I was five and I can remember it was Epcot that I fell in love with and the music of Epcot and the big, huge rides, Horizons, World of Motion, Imagination, all the rides that everybody talks about and everybody loves if you were there during that time. Um, and as a kid, I was just blown away by the size and scope of it, but also the music. And I ended up being a music teacher. That's my day job, my full-time job. Um, and Part of the reason for that, I always tell people, is because I fell in love with the music of Epcot, and it was yeah. orchestral music, so it kind of led me into the band world. So, yeah, that's that's when I knew that I loved Disney was really Epcot. That's so cool. Yeah. It's awesome. For me, it was, I don't remember. I remember several moments. You know, we've been going since Josh said, like, he was five, I was four. 
Um, so long time and we went almost every year, yeah. sometimes twice a year. Um, so I do remember though, and we talk about this on our stream sometimes, uh, one moment that we love, um, we'd always go into the old main street bakery, which is now Starbucks and, you know, get a, get a dessert. And they used to have seating inside. We'd have a seat. And as a family, we talk about, you know, our day and what we love the most and, you know, the rides we went on and things. And then the Spectro Magic oh. Parade would go by. So I, for me, I like, I just remember watching the parade, you know, out the door as we're talking about our day and having treats. And so, I mean, yeah, we always wanted to go back and enjoy it was like the magic of the parade like going by you're not actually actively yeah. watching it. you're kind of like just listening to it in the background yeah it's just kind of the magic of knowing it was there but you didn't have to be in the crowd to enjoy it so it's kind of cool yeah, yeah. i love you know, that yeah i do have to say josh i i wasn't aware that you're a music teacher i think that's amazing but um you know i think it's awesome that you have this appreciation for like park music because that's something that I think is just heavily underrated mm -hmm. when it comes to the Disney parks. Oh, yeah. And it's not just the Disney parks. For example, one of, I'm not, I'm not a celebrity, but one of my uh, tweets uh, got very popular during COVID and was getting hundreds of retweets and likes and stuff. And what it was is when COVID shut down, I actually was at city walk during that whole phase that like city walk was open, but the parks weren't open. And the, uh, they were playing like the theme music for Islands of Adventure, like outside of Islands, even though the park wasn't open. And I just recorded this little snippet of like, hey guys, like Islands is gonna be open soon. Here's here's a little bit of the music. And so many people were like, oh my God, that, that like music just like puts me in the park, Yeah. you know? So that was like a, a little moment that, that you talking about theme park moment, I just remembered. It's just, you know, I think a lot of people have different parts of the Disney parks that make them really like, you know, whether they fall in love with it still or whether they did fall in love with it, whatever. Like, and I think music is yeah. one of those things that people sleep on a little bit. So yeah, I think that's awesome. But one thing I did want to ask you both, um, because I'm curious, obviously you guys have been doing these live streams and been doing YouTube for, for quite a while now, but how did that start? Like did what, did you guys just like look at each other one day and you were like, you know what? <laughs> I think other people want to hear us. I, I want to do this more. <laughs> well, I don't know, Jenna, you, you, you want to take it? Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. So for me, um, I've only lived in Florida about five years when we first started the live stream. So um, when I didn't live here, I missed the parks like everybody else that doesn't live here. And um, so I would watch Disney YouTubers, because mm -hmm. that got me yeah. back into the parks. And, you know, live streaming wasn't a thing then. It was just vlogs, which I enjoyed and um, would watch. And Josh lived in Florida. And so when I got more into these YouTubers, I was like, Josh, you should do this. You live there. You should, mm -hmm. you know, he, you know, he already had a channel, Resort TV, but he didn't really do a lot of posting. And so nothing I, on camera. I was never on camera. Yeah. It was all step behind the camera. Yeah. No talking. All oh, that really? Kind of yeah. I'm like, you should vlog. You should vlog. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. And then, um, where we, my husband and I lived, it, his job wasn't working out. So I was like, let's move to Florida. So we ended up moving to Florida and Josh and I were both like, okay, let's do this channel together. This will be fun because my husband is not a big Disney Ooh. fan. Josh's wife is not a big Disney fan. So we're like, let's do this channel together. <laughs> so kind of how it started. You want to add to it, Josh? Well, yeah, I started the channel with Resort TV, as you mentioned in the intro um, from the hotels. And actually it was kind of a funny, silly reason why I did that. Even living here in Florida, um, 
I wanted to enjoy, you know, the, the videos from the hotels. And I always was really fond of those. I even took a VCR back in the day uh, to the resorts to, you know, that was the only way back in the time before (laughs) laptops and capture cards and all that stuff to record the TV. Dad was like, why do you need this VCR? I was like, no, because we were, we were driving. So it wasn't like we had to try to take the VCR on a plane so we could put it in the car. And so I had some really bad quality recordings and stuff, but it got better and started posting it so I could play it on my Apple TV throughout the house and just pretend like I was in the hotel, you know, I'm watching Stacy do must do, or I'm watching the little uh, resort channel with all the different time and temperature and stuff on it. And so I would watch all that stuff. And just while I was, you know, doing laundry, getting ready for bed, whatever. And that caught on, like it started, some of those videos got like a hundred thousand views or 10,000 views or whatever. And I was like, okay, this is cool. So then transition on, you know, further down the road, I started doing construction updates and it's actually still on the channel. If you want to see how Disney Springs was built, I didn't talk at all, but I would just go video like probably once so every cool. couple of weeks, Disney Springs at different levels of completion. Like you can see the bus stop. I'd stand up by the parking garage and do all this stuff. And that's when Jenna was like, okay. And I would do hotel tours, but without talking. They had this idea that nobody wanted to hear anybody talk on camera, which obviously yeah. I was very, very wrong about that. Here we are. <laughs> this was back really long time ago that people yeah. really weren't vlogging. I mean, this was even some of the time I started was even before Tim Tracker started, mm-hmm. you know, so it was just like, I wish I'd kind of thought of it earlier, but Jenna, you know, or did she, that I'd listened to her <laughs> earlier, but it worked out really, really well. It was fun. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny, like uh, ironic that I made that little joke there saying like, you know, did you just want to hear yourself talk? Cause ironically you started the channel by not, not talking, but, but yeah. so, so when you guys, uh, you know, obviously started doing it together, like, you know, you, you guys, I mean, for those of you who weren't watching that, that plaque that you guys got behind you, that's not easy mm-hmm. to earn. So congratulations on the following that you guys have built. But, uh, what do you, Thank what do you, you think has like, attributed the most to that like what what would you say makes this channel unique to uh to other people that you believe has has sort of worked out the most in your guys favor in building this channel i think one thing that's very unique is we're brother and sister and most youtubers are you know husband wife boyfriend girlfriend you know mm-hmm. um so i think we're probably one of the only brother well the mm-hmm. only that i can think of brother and sister and then mom and dad come along as well sometimes so you know um just that family dynamic um, is pretty unique for sure. Um, and I don't know, Josh, you want to add, I guess we were one of the first live streamers too. And that really helped. We were definitely the first regular, you know, I can't say I don't have the history, but we were the first regular live streamers on YouTube for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, weekly for sure. Um, and so that was big. I mean, nobody even else tried it within probably a year and a half. It was a long time. We were kind of by ourselves, which Mm -hmm. I was surprised by. I figured, oh, somebody's going to see us doing this, and it was really growing fast, and they're going to try it, but it was a long time. Um, But as far as, you know, why it's successful, I think the biggest thing we started from the very beginning was we tried really hard to engage with the chat and make everybody feel like they were important, regardless of whether, you know, they were a moderator, you know, they sent a super chat, or they didn't, or they were, you know, just somebody we'd never seen before, or there's somebody who was there every week. Didn't matter who they were. We wanted to make sure everybody felt welcome in the stream. Also, we worked really hard to keep it, you know, family friendly, no politics, no religion, nothing that was controversial that would take people outside of that Disney magic. You know, I was people would come in with that stuff and I would say, no, you know, you can you can turn on the TV and see all those things. We're going to keep that out of here so that everybody can feel safe from that and and just take a break from it for a while. So 
I think those are the things that really helped people feel comfortable on our channel. That's really cool. Like, you know, when it comes to actual live streaming, were you nervous when you guys officially were like, okay, we're going to talk in a video? Like, what was that kind of feeling? I mean, I, I guess... I was the first one yeah. to do it. Jenna, had, oh. Jenna was actually on her way to Florida the first oh time I God. did it. Cause I was, we were at Disney Springs and I yeah. was like, I'm going to try this live thing because YouTube had just turned it on for channels yeah. our size. And I thought the best way to go live would be on Wi-Fi. And boy, was I wrong. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, I mean, if you're doing Wi-Fi, you got to stay in one place. But anyway, so... Uh, it was just like spinning the whole time on my screen. I'm like, if I, so the whole, I kept it on there because I think it's cool to see the, the prog progression, but the whole first live stream is like, are we live? Can anybody see us? Are we live? And Jenna, fin Jenna finally texted me. It was like, yes, we can see you. <laughs> hey, you got to start like, I somewhere. See, I couldn't see the chat. It was like 10 people the of first course, time. Yeah. I think the first time we broke, we broke a hundred even was the first time we went to a park. So it wasn't nerve wracking because it wasn't 20,000 people right. the first time. It was like 10 people. So it didn't feel really that intimidating of at that course. point. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I was definitely nervous on my first live stream. Yeah. Like he said, he'd done a couple before we were moving from California cross country during his first live stream. And when we finally got here and he was like, okay, we're going to introduce Jenna. I was pretty nervous. But um, after the first initial one, it was just kind of like, okay. okay, it's just like talking to friends, you know, this yeah. is fun. And Josh and I are hanging yeah. out at Disney. I mean, you know, yeah. hanging out with Disney people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only time every once in a while, I think the only time I really thought about it was a couple times when we were over 10,000 viewers and we would flip the camera back on ourselves and immediately I thought there are over 10,000 people looking at me right now. <laughs> You know, and that was, I, I it wasn't, it didn't really freak me out enough that I stopped talking, but the thought definitely yeah. entered my mind. And then the one time we had 20,000 people for Happily Ever After's return. And I was like, that's the same number of people that lived in the town we grew up yeah. in. Like, that's kind of insane. That's a lot. You know, so. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, well, you guys kind of already talked about my next question, but I'm going to spice it up a little bit. So you talked about kind of how you came together and, you know, what made you want to do it. What challenges did you kind of foresee yourself tackling and did those actually like happen because i i mean i don't know if i could work with my brother i love him <laughs> i couldn't work with my sister there's no way <laughs> i mean we we of course have our brother sister moments and we have them live on stream sometimes it's just how it is you know but for you me could i probably think count them on so we could probably count them on two hands. It hasn't happened that yeah. many times. Honestly. It hasn't. And no. I think it's like when a brother and sister argue, I think it's better than seeing a husband yeah, and wife true. argue, which yeah. some people don't know we're brother and sister, so they could think we're married too. You know, we have that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, most of the time, you know, we just, I don't know. What about you, Josh? Can you think of anything? Challenges? I mean, not as far as working together. No, I mean, you know, yeah. we, we pretty much just talk about, you know, what we're going to do every week, um, you know, which which parks we're going to go to, what the plan is and whatever. And mm -hmm. usually, you know, we can come to an agreement pretty easily. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously it was tougher when growing up and younger, you know, you get on each other's nerves and all that kind of stuff like normal siblings do. That was not different. We were not like perfect siblings that always got along. I mean, that's, you know, that's I don't think anybody's no. surprised by that. But uh, but we always but we, had the love for yeah. Disney, which I think is what you know, made us get along yeah. so well. So that brought us together. Yeah. Sure. That's definitely helpful. And the channel, you know, we both, like we both wanted the channel to be really good and we both wanted, and we also know too, I think unless we're just, one of us is just really having a bad day. We also know that, you know, even if we get slightly annoyed at the other one, it's best to just let it go because, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter and it's fine. Uh, as far as other challenges, I think just, you know, outside the live stream, it kind of, you don't realize even when the channel gets so big, you know, how, 
many people, your life is kind of out there, you know, and so, you know, the security aspect, like we haven't had any issues luckily, but, you know, just trying to keep kind of, you know, our personal life separate, everything private. Uh, that's been a little bit of a struggle in some ways and just, you know, realizing that not everybody's going to like what we do and kind of being okay with that. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it kind of goes back to like when, you know, you had people bully you in school or something and you kind of just let it roll. And I think that's that's a skill that we've used a little bit. Just like, okay, well, 172,000 people like us. That's enough. And if, if, if 20 people over here don't, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. And you yeah, guys have run... a... Go ahead, Jerry. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say, you know, um, obviously with getting into this sort of, uh, for lack of better terminology, beast that is like being uh, being out there and yeah. putting yourself out there and, and YouTube and everything, obviously that comes with it. But have you noticed at all, like, uh, obviously there are, you know, I like to call them Disney celebrities, like, you know, uh, like the Tim Trackers or, you know, uh, Molly McCormick or, you know, there's people like that. Uh, do you find um, that... Uh, the live streaming portion of it and a good portion of you guys showing mostly the parks as a compared to yourselves because you guys do do some vlogs that do you still notice like a large portion of like oh, okay it's kind of hard to go to the parks and not get recognized nowadays because of your following at this point or uh, do you guys sort of welcome that uh, like do you do you enjoy like those interactions with fans and all that I, I enjoy it for sure I mean you know there's times when you're Maybe like my husband and I are on a date or something and it's like, you know, we're just out want to have a good time. But other most of the time, nobody really it's it's not a bother. They just come say hi and, you know, yeah. which is fine. And then we have days where nobody sees us. So it just, you know, just depends on the day and how busy the parks are. And mm -hmm. yeah, Never I think, know. yeah, I think it's it's actually, you know, it's actually really nice. It's humbling. Like the first couple of times people recognized me, I thought I was in the way and I tried to get out of their way. Like, you know, how it is in the park. We did like, that oh, several sorry. times. We're like, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. You're, You're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like they just stand there next to you and I'm like I thought they wanted us to move I'm like I'm sorry I'm in your way they're like no we want to talk to you uh, so that was yeah. kind of you know that was kind of funny that was just the way yeah. it was but the only time that it's you know sometimes like I, I feel bad because it's like if I'm eating you know it's kind of strange because yeah. like then somebody wants to shake your hand and I'm like I'm sorry I'm, I've got like a, a, a handful of greasy french fries I really I can't shake your hand right now but I, I'm so glad to meet right. you you yeah. know so I think that's the or only time or take a picture and your mouth is full yeah. <laughs> like oh sure got right. stuff in your teeth yeah. and you're like Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I like I said I don't I don't fault anybody for that because it might be like they might be like this is the only time we're going to see them so it's totally fine that's just the only yeah. time that's a little bit awkward it's like you know, I'm eating. I can't shake your hand. I can't, you know, it's, it's the, like Jenna said, the picture when I'm like, okay, it's all the ketchup off my mouth. Like, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but other than that, you know, it's totally fine. And sometimes I'll tell people like, if we're in a hurry, I'm like, Hey, walk with yeah. us, you know, and then they yeah. can walk and talk a little bit. So oh, yeah. that's cute. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, and I've heard you guys run some charities for some organizations and that kind of thing. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah. I mean, we've done, um, several streams um to help with give kids that's the awful. world um so that's that's our main one that we raise money okay. for and then josh was part of the um was it magical night of hope josh with Corey? is that what it was called yeah Corey meets world ran a thing called magical night of hope there's a concert so since I'm, I'm a band director and also a saxophone player so i played a few songs there you with, go. i got to play saxophone with with yeehaw bob so that was pretty cool oh hey, my we had him yeah. on we had yeah bob on the podcast a few weeks ago you he did was awesome. oh, cool. and it was so fun <laughs> He sang. It was wild. Yeah, he's all, he's all he wild. sang that and played something. piano the whole time. So, like, you should just grab your yep. saxophone. We can have a little sing-along. A little jam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that. that was 
That's super fun. And and the man is a true professional. Like, you know, just all the people behind the scenes wouldn't have believed like how fast all that stuff yeah. happened because, you know, I, I don't play like he does. He's, he plays all the time. So for me, I'm like, I got to dust Rusty the cobwebs off the instrument and really get myself back in shape. And, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Just tell me what key we're in. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't right. So I'm writing stuff down and whatever. And so by the, by the concert, I had it down, but um, he was very patient and very, very good to work <laughs> oh, with. So. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, but as far as other charities, we did do um, not necessarily a charity, but we had a resort hopper um, whose daughter had very, very um, serious cancer and they got to the point where, you know, she'd lost her job. Her husband had had to quit because just to take yeah. care of her and the family. Um, and so they were in desperate need uh, of money. And it was like, uh, you know, her mom contacted us and like, I would never do this. But like, you know, they had just no other options. Yeah. And so uh, we, ra we raised money for them a couple of different times. And then she was able actually to beat cancer. And we got to meet her in the oh, park. It was oh, so that's awesome. Fantastic. Oh, that's cool. It's amazing. That's amazing. Very cool. yeah. yeah, I think, you know, honestly, uh, we were we were having... Um, you know, Greg and Alyssa's son, Nick, uh, from Magical News Live on the last uh, episode, and he runs a charity stream every every winter. And, uh, you know, I just have to say, you know, there's a lot of creators in this industry that don't do that kind of stuff. So thank you to you both for doing yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. because we work in this industry and have uh, all three of us for, for several years now. And, and there's, you know, there's there's lots of good people, but there's also people who don't make time to do that kind of stuff. So it's very nice that you guys do that. And Give Kids a World specifically is an amazing organization. Oh, I mean, absolutely. You can't say enough good things yeah. about them. So that's fantastic. And um, yeah. It just feels like if we've got a platform, we need to use it for good. Well, we did the one after Hurricane Ian too, didn't we? We did uh, yes. Hurricane Ian live stream because it was just such a just a local thing. And yeah. a lot of people were like, you know, hey, are you going to do something? And like, yeah, we just trying, we're trying to find the right charity. And we finally just did it through the Red Cross on YouTube and it yeah. worked great. Yeah, it was a great stream. That's yeah, really good. That's amazing. I know. Yeah, so uh, I would have to, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Greg and Alyssa. I mean, this is the Mickey Blog podcast. Mm. So we wanted to, to ask a little bit about, like, you know, obviously you guys are partners uh, with Mickey Travels. And, uh, you know, uh, you have Mickey Blog in your, in your, you know, your YouTube bios when you're, when you're doing all that. So what was what has that partnership been like? How did you guys first meet Greg and Alyssa, and and how has that partnership sort of been beneficial to, to like all parties involved? I guess. Um, yeah, well, I, I was gonna say he called. It wasn't Dave, it wasn't Greg actually. It was their friend uh, uh, David Mumpower, who's written some things yep. for them. And you know, you probably love to know David. Yeah. So yeah. So yep. David was a was a viewer at the very beginning and uh, contacted us. We had just been doing live streams for maybe three months it wasn't very long and he contacted us and said look i want to eventually sponsor you but like i've got this friend of mine he runs a travel agency i want to set up a call with him is that okay and this all started with just an email and i said sure let's let's do it and i talked to greg and greg was very much about like making sure it was fair for us and he's like now i know i should probably you know he was like oh i know i should pay you more i was like no that's very generous he was just from the very start he was very generous very open and very um <clears throat> just very easy to work with. So from the very beginning, uh, I knew that it was going to be a long relationship. And, you know, we, like I said, it's basically been almost since the very beginning, they were our first sponsor. Um, and, and so obviously been our longest running and, um, yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Plus the fact that, you know, we want to, when we're putting our sponsor out to all these people, we want to make sure it's a good company. It's a good organization. We feel good about sending people there. We've not once had a complaint, not even once, and uh, always good things. Oh, they made our vacation so easy. We didn't have to wait on the phone all the mm -hmm. time. All these things 
and um, just very, very uh, thankful to know them. Jenna, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, no, it's been great working with them. Like Josh said, we've had so many of our viewers say they're amazing and, you know, helped so much with their vacation planning. And, um, of course, Greg and Alyssa are just awesome people. So, so nice to, you know, meet them and hang out with them when we see them. So, yeah. Great. Well, that's that's awesome to hear. I think I think it's really cool. I I wasn't aware how like early on your guys' partnership, yeah. uh, you know, sort yeah. of happened. But I think it's sort of also cool. I'm sure you guys sort of on both sides of the coin find a little bit of pride of like how much both parties have grown. You know, obviously, like Mickey Travels just hit Diamond uh, this past month, which you know is really the top of the food chain for Disney travel agencies. So that's really amazing. And obviously, you guys are some of the the biggest Disney live streamers out there now. So it's it's really cool that you guys sort of grew together. But while I'm on the topic of Mickey Travels, I do want to mention, as I always do about midway through every episode, that this episode and all episodes of the Mickey Blog Podcast is sponsored by Mickey Travels. Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. They are diamond earmarked by Disney and their services are always 100% free. Reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at mickeytravels.com that's mickeytravels.com making magic one vacation at a time uh i'm gonna let uh jesse take this one but be careful this question can sometimes get kristen a little fired up so so just be aware get me a little fired up too i got a little feisty on the last episode um so we do this fun thing now we are asking everybody which disney park is your favorite disney park And what makes that park so special? Is there like a wow moment that you have in that specific park? And we're talking about the U.S. parks. So Disneyland and Disney World. Um, So, okay. So between the two or like an actual park? like An actual park. All right. So for me, and I, it's both of us, but um, it's Magic Kingdom. And um, (laughs) it's um, just because I, you know feel like a kid when I'm there. It feels like home. It um, It's my happy place. A lot of awesome rides and um, just the memories too of us going as kids there as a family too. So yeah, um, that's our home park. I mean, I love Disneyland. Don't get me wrong. Love it. Anytime we get to go there, but, um, and it's super magical, but it, you know, Magic Kingdom is my home. Yeah. <laughs> and is there something that wows you specifically in Magic Kingdom or is it just the whole park in general? I mean, the whole park is amazing. But um, for me, my favorite part is Main Street, the hub and the castle. I could okay. literally spend all day there and I'd be happy. Me too. <laughs> me too. Yep. I'm right there with you. Yep. What about you, Josh? Yeah, definitely. Like Jenna said, Magic Kingdom. And it's funny because I mentioned the Epcot thing earlier, <clears throat> but that was kind of yeah. old Epcot uh, that I was. So if I could go back to old Epcot, that'd Same. be my favorite park, Epcot Center. Uh, and not that yes. I, I don't I don't dislike current Epcot. I just like Magic Kingdom more. Um, and it's actually happened when I moved down here. It got to be my favorite park. Um, it got to be the one that I gravitated most towards, uh, you know, the people mover. I mean, that's our thing. Everybody knows that if the people ever people mover ever closes, I'll be in front of it. I'll tie myself to a vehicle, like whatever, like it's not happening. It's just not happening. (laughs) You know, so that's the only, that's the only line in the sand that I draw. But, uh, but honestly, as far as a magical moment, um, 
I think the one that I remember the most, and see if I can say this without getting emotional, but when I finally realized that I was moving down here, I just accepted a job as a band director in Florida, and I tried for a year and a half or more to do it, but you know, you don't know anybody, so it's kind of hard yeah. to get a job when nobody knows you. Um, you know, yeah. I knew people in Indiana, so it was easier to get a job there, but um, finally I got a school to take a chance on this guy from a thousand miles away, and I had accepted the job with my wife's blessing. I was only down here with the family. I wasn't even down here with my wife and uh, was down there with just uh, with mom and dad and Jenna and our brother. And so I but I met them after the interview and after I accepted the job, met them at Magic Kingdom, walked in the park and they were doing one of the castle stage shows. And the first thing I heard was Mickey say, the dream is coming true. And I just I was like, oh, my gosh, my oh, dream is coming yeah. true. And I just I'll never forget that. <laughs> I love that. So, That's amazing. Yeah. Jenna, do you have a magical moment like that? Um, not specifically like that, but I do yeah. like, I know, you know, now that I do live here, I just feel so blessed to be able to say, you know, oh, I'll just be back tomorrow. If I miss something, it's no big deal. I can yeah. come back tomorrow. Or like the last time I we know. were in Disneyland, I did get sad when I had to leave, you know, it's like a regular vacation, but then I was like, wait, I get to go home to Disney world. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, that would be over <laughs> the summer. And my, when I lived back up North and I had to leave Disney world, I would always get like so upset and like, Oh man. And I didn't get to do this one thing. And I kind of forgot that. And then I was in Disneyland over the summer and was like, Oh, I got to go back home. And I was like, wait, home is Disney world though. <laughs> Oh, okay. I guess yeah, it's okay. It didn't sting yeah, like fine. that. I remember the sting, you know. I was like, oh, all right, yeah, it'll be okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 My favorite is also Magic Kingdom. So whenever someone says Magic Kingdom, it's like, excited. yes, yes, I got a point. Because it same thing for me. Like, I can walk into the hub and Main Street and be like, oh my God, like, there's the castle. Like, that's that's home. And it's just amazing. Where these two over here, they're like, Disneyland is better. Magic Kingdom okay, is horrible. I like, never, never said Magic Kingdom, Kingdom was horrible. That's a little bit of Magic revisionist history the there, Jesse. That's a little bit list. of Nobody we, said that. We ranked. It was the last park on their list. And I was like, it's the very last okay, park okay. on your list? Like, we have wow. said this. Like, it's very difficult to rank <laughs> Disney parks, first of all. And we all had and different we criteria. Them, we ranked them one through yes. six from all six of the domestic Disney parks. A uh, few ep- uh, last it's week's hard. episode, rather, and um, and yeah, yeah, we've we've I've gotten some I've gotten some feisty <laughs> messages from from fans and fans listeners of the podcast been like, uh, Jared, like <laughs> why like and it, it's just ironic, you know, because but one of the things I'm sure you two can attest to, and this is something you know we've talked to with several different Disney-oriented guests. Uh, Believe it or not, almost all of our guests are Disney oriented on the Mickey blog. But like, I, I just, you know, I, I, I know, <laughs> believe it or not. But, you know, I'm sure you guys can attest to this, too. It's like, you know, the beautiful part about these parks is that there's something for everybody. And, you know, like each park is unique in a different way. And different lands of different parks are unique. And, you know, different different sections, different restaurants, you know, there's rides for certain people and rides for other people. And. And I think that's yeah. the whole dream that Walt was really all going for was being inclusive to everybody. And, you know, that that's mm-hmm. really his most famous quote about being, you know, whether you're 99 or six, like, you know, and that's the whole that's the beauty of it. So that's what I kept trying to tell people when I would get verbally <laughs> attacked about Magic Kingdom <laughs> being ranked six for me, because, Less. you know, I just I, I went to Disneyland for the first time last year and I I. 
I, so all I. I can think about is Disneyland. Ever since I left, that's basically all I think about. So yeah, I, grew up I really enjoyed both, Disneyland. So, I that's mean, amazing. it was yeah. like, for me, I had memories in both. Yeah. So it was a little, you know. The good news is we don't actually have to choose. We're going to be okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. No, that is nice. we we don't have to choose, which is totally fine. I was just very hurt that it was last on their list. I'm, That's all I'm saying. I, I was just I'm curious about that. Yeah, I mean everybody's different. I think for me, the last one would probably be Animal Kingdom. I like it, but it's just the one that I go to the least. It'd be probably California Adventure five and Animal Kingdom six. I think Disneyland would be second for me. Mm-hmm. I like. Yeah. I think that would be. Okay. How, how would you do it, Jenna? See, I I would have to think about it a little more, but I think you're yeah. right. I think I think Disneyland would be second. I don't know what I'd put in the last couple, though. But yeah. So I'm the more normal one out of the three of us. <laughs> That's what she wrote. Is what you're saying. Of course. That was, yeah. that was similar to my list, too. But it was, yes, definitely check it out. It was a fun episode. You should, like, do it as a family battle. Yes. Get, you know, your parents in. Yeah. yeah. Parents, husband, wives, and be like, all right, rank the Disney parks yeah. and just see what happens. It's a really fun and then topic. You're going to have hear what, uh, arguments. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting what are, you know, my husband and Josh's wife, what the how they would rank them cuz they're not yeah. huge fans. So actually actually yeah. no, I know I know right off the bat my wife oh. would rank Disney Disneyland number 1 because whenever well, we true. went to Disney World, she was happy. We went to Disneyland for the first time. She's like, "Yes, this is it. This is how the park should be." So she she for whatever reason really grabbed on. We had but we had the best our first day at Disneyland with my wife was the best day ever. Like we had everything just worked that day. It was mm-hmm. one of those really great Disney days and we ended it with the swing band and swing dancing and it was like the sunset was perfect. Magic. I don't know. It was like it was literally Amazing. like I don't know. Everything so everything fell it, into place. It was perfect. Magical. So yeah. Anyway. Actually, no. I know my husband's. It's Hollywood Studios, because he loves as number one. Yeah, he loves the um, Toy Story Mania. Like he could play that nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. It's you get surprises when you ask people. I asked a couple people, and I was like, "Huh? Really? I didn't expect that." So. <laughs> Fun topic for your next party. Yeah. We'll just do it. We'll do it on the live stream tomorrow yeah. night. We'll ask people what their what like their that. favorite parts from yeah. one through six. Oh, yeah. Be prepared for it's some I, opinions. I, I can't wait. If you do that, I can't wait to tune into that live stream because yeah. I uh, and we don't we don't have as big of live streams, but I live stream on the Mickey Blog Facebook page, and we'll get you know a few thousand uh, viewers in there, and and I. I decided last week I was going to, I was like, you know what, I'm going to ask, you know? So I asked and man, those comments got wild. People were like, what do you mean Magic Kingdom 6? And what do you mean Hollywood Studios here? Like, you know, it, but again, it just goes back to what I was saying. It's, it, it's, that's what's great about these Disney parks is there's something for everybody. So everybody's going to have an opinion, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Oh my God, of course. Um, and then I have another question for you guys. Um, do you guys have any advice for people that want to be like Josh and Jenna or someone that wants to do something like Resort TV One? Do you have like a solid piece of advice for them? I mean, for me, and I, I think I got this from Josh actually, is, you know, do what you love. If you don't love yeah. it, you know, if you're just doing it because you're like, well, everybody else is doing it, I should probably start a YouTube channel or whatever. And love the content yeah. that you're making because if you're not enjoying it, people can tell and they can see that through what you're making. Yeah, of course. I think the other thing, and obviously that's the most important thing, like you have to really love it. Like you can't do it. Obviously you can't do it for the money. You can't do it for the fame. You can't do it for any other reason than you love the parks. Uh, that's the number one thing. And I, I think, unfortunately, people don't sometimes do it for the wrong reasons and then they are frustrated when they're not successful. Um, but I think the other part of it is people think when they start, like we, we've had the benefit of being the first major, the, 
regular Disney live streamer on YouTube. So obviously we got a head start, kind of like Tim Tracker was the first, you know, and Adam LeWoo, or I don't know who was first, but, you know, those guys were the yeah. first kind of, you know, vloggers. Yeah. Uh, so they, you know, kind of had that head start on people. So I think because it's so crowded now, you have to really work at it. You have to really make sure your content's quality before you put yourself out there. You have to be ready for the grind um, because I think people think they're going to go live for the first time and they're going to have a thousand people watching and that's just not going to happen. Um, you know, and, and, and you can get there, uh, but you have to be very consistent and you have to be willing to do the hard work, willing to really engage with the fans and willing to, you know, put that effort in to make it happen. And, uh, I don't think people realize how hard it is. Uh, you know, Jared, you talked about doing live streams in the parks. I don't know if either of you have uh, ladies or not, but it's, it's not an easy thing to do. You know, people always talk about, Oh, you just turn the camera on and walk around. I'm like, cool, go do it. And then let me know after three hours. You know, cause right. it's not easy not to do. Easy. Nope. Yeah. It's a lot of multitasking. Yeah. I, I like to do it yeah. at Hollywood Studios because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And when I can do live streams at Hollywood Studios, I end up walking around Galaxy's Edge just aimlessly, like just spitting off George Lucas and Steven Spielberg fun facts. <laughs> and then I recognized like last week on one of the live streams, like there was a few comments being like, yeah, you've told us this several times. And that's when I was like, you know what, Jared, you got to come up with a good like backup there in case, you know, you run out of these fun facts. You can't yeah. say the same fun facts every time, but you're right. It's not, it's not, it's not as easy as people think. I mean, you're not just walking around showing people the parks. I mean, you can do that and people do that. There's, there's absolutely just walkthroughs, mm -hmm. but going live, yeah. you gotta, gotta entertain a little too. You gotta, you gotta chat it up, you know? Yeah. Yep. Entertain yeah. and engage and yeah, I mean, like you said, have fun facts or sing-alongs or something <laughs> because like people just don't want to see a garbage can in Magic Kingdom. Like well, <laughs> sometimes they do. Well, but... You have to also be able to loosen up and, and be yourself. Like Jen and I will do silly things and we'll just let it happen. It, it's not it's not scripted, but it'd be like all of a sudden yeah. like one of us will start singing Ice Ice Baby and we'll just know the whole song, you know, and we'll just yeah. do the whole lyrics to it or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or some random thing or like, you know, if a song comes on, we know like it happened last week and we just started singing along like past when it was off. Yeah. It's just, you know, you just have to be yourself and just be silly if that's who you are, you know, be yeah. yourself. That's the main thing. Have fun. Yeah. Be yourself. Do what you love. I love yeah. Yep. Kind of. <laughs> wraps that up um so where do you guys see yourself in the next five ten years and where is resort tv one is that still going strong is that like how does that factor into your five to ten year plan uh for me i hope we're still going strong i hope we've grown you know a lot like it'd be awesome if we i mean we're what we're getting close to 200 so hopefully we're above that by then yeah. <laughs> um yeah and um just just enjoying the live streams vlogs i don't know there's just there's a lot you know and things change yeah. so much too like instagram now yeah. is all real so youtube in five years who knows <laughs> you know like maybe yeah. they'll bring something else into the ball game who knows but um i hope we're still enjoying enjoying resort tv and it's still going well in five years <laughs> Yeah, same. I think, you know, I hope that it's still going strong. Like I've told everybody, like, you know, I'll, I'll live stream until I have to have, you know, a scooter and then I'll keep going after that probably a little bit. We'll see. But, you know, we'll but I think Liam, your son. Yeah, I'll let Liam, he'll be, he'll, he'll, he's more entertaining anyway. But no, honestly, I, I really, 
I hope that in five years, you know, that obviously we can show some growth and things like that. I mean, I would love eventually, whether it's five years or 10 years, I'd love to hit a million. You know, that's a long, long term goal. It could be 10 years and that's fine. It's, there's no rush, but it'd be cool to put a gold plaque on the yeah. other side over here. Um, you know, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. so that would be cool. But other than that, I think the biggest thing is I just want to keep finding new ways to bring content to people and engage people in different ways. And we always try different things like, you know, we've done 360 live streams and I don't do them that much because it's hard to do. But also it confuses people a little bit, I think, when they're trying to figure out where to look. But just stuff like that, like, you know, we can't people always ask for smell vision like you're walking through pirates and they want to oh, smell yeah. the water or something, you know, and I'm like, I wish yes. I could, wish I could do that for you. But yeah, but yeah. stuff like that, like whatever the new technology is, we want to try and embrace it if we feel like it's helpful. Um, you know, we're not really a whole lot like Jenna does reels really well, but we're not really like super into TikTok or anything like that. I know people are and that's fantastic, but we're more about the live streams. I feel like it's more engaging and you can be yourself on TikTok, you know, or shorts, you kind of like play a character for a few seconds. And so I don't, I just, we like being ourselves for yeah. a long form thing. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's fantastic in general that, you know, with both of your guys answers, when you were talking about five or 10 years down the line, it was still doing this. I mean, that's the dream, yeah. isn't it? That's that's the dream. It's finding something yeah. you still want to do five years from now, ten years from now, what you know, twenty years from now, whatever. It's. I think that's awesome. So it's great that you sort of found that. I do have to ask you guys about something because I am the honorary team member at Mickey Blog that is obsessed with theme parks. Then basically relaxing Disney videos. Huge, huge <laughs> fan of that. And I've seen you guys start posting some of that type of content recently and i just you know wanted to wanted to ask about it because i love it and i want more people to love it yeah we all love it we all we love just, it but you love it yes. the most jared's just like way up <laughs> here and he's like a little, little under level. just a regular yeah. love yeah. and he's a big time normal <laughs> look okay yeah. i i get it maybe i'm weird about it but the point is <laughs> I just think there's there's a, there's a real fan base. There is. I, I agree with I you there. That people. Oh yeah. People find. Yeah, people find uh, relaxation with that kind of content, and people who love these parks who miss it, who really do only get to go once a year. You know, I just find people get connected to that. So if you guys could just talk a little bit about, yeah. uh, you know, some of that content you guys are producing more recently. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've done several actually in the past. My husband's into those relaxing videos, really. And not Disney, just like any, you know, like nature in general. or whatever. Like he'll just find a scene while he's working and just put it on the side. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got several from years ago. It just didn't really catch on. And then recently, um, Josh, well, you do the walkthroughs, you know, the, the relaxing I've done strolls. relaxing strolls ever yeah, since forever. we did live streams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the reason we started the relaxing strolls is that people would actually come on the live streams and be like, be quiet. <laughs> like, no, no, you're missing the point. The whole point of the live stream is to talk to the people that are in the chat. Well, you just need to be quiet. And I'm like, no. okay, oh, it's no. nice to hear. You know, so there, but, but also, you know, I said, okay. And I even said on live stream, okay, what we can do for you is we can go make a regular video where nobody's in the chat and we can just walk around and be quiet. And so that's where the relaxing stroll started, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then when gimbals, you know, we kind of started like, actually our first few live streams are like just the phone. Like there was no, there were no gimbals. They were way too expensive. They're like $500 and we just started and that was a pretty big investment or something that was just yeah. kind of a hobby at the time, mm -hmm. you know? So we just, they finally went down in price and we were able to both get a gimbal, but, um, and Jenna, yeah, had done the relaxing, what we call like screensaver videos for a while. That's what Dale kind of called them. Um, 
I think the reason we kind of started it again was because we started having the availability to do a BRB screen. Like if we need to stop, take a break, use the restroom, switch phones, whatever we need to do. And that little screen comes in there so it doesn't lag. And I made one for Christmas and I looked up on the Internet how to put snow effects on stuff, you know, through Premiere Pro. And that's cool. so then I thought, well, let me just put the Main Street area music loop with a pretty Disney picture and some snow. People will love it. Well, then I thought I'm going to do 10 hours of that because people were like, can you make that a full video? So I did and just looped it for 10 hours. And that was popular. Then I thought, well, maybe we can do something else. So I sat in the, the cosmic rays and I put the phone on the ledge and looked at the castle and. I just cut out the audio because, of course, you know, people are screaming, crying, yelling, you know, whatever. That's not relaxing. So yeah. <laughs> I cut that all out and just put the Tomorrowland loop in there behind it and did it for 10 hours. So, you know, that, that's the I don't know. That's the kind of stuff I've kind of been doing lately just yeah. to see how it goes. So mm -hmm. that's really fun. That's like something you put on yeah. your TV, Let like at go. a party and you just like it have it play kind of like a fireplace, yes. but Disney vibe. Yeah, that's what, right? at Christmas. I do all the Christmas ambiance ones because, you know, at Christmas, yeah. the only time I want to see snow is Christmas. So I'm like, oh, let's put it on my yeah. TV. I, and I, I want to see it on my television. <laughs> I don't want to see it in my driveway or like yeah. anywhere. Not like exactly. Not out the window. Yeah. Pretend yeah. window. <laughs> yes. Pretend you know window. Funny, you know, what's funny about that is like, you know, I will say this not to go, not to go back to the theme park rankings. I will say this. Magic Kingdom during Christmas is probably my favorite place to be in general during like that time of year. And so walking into that park during the holidays, it like doesn't just bump up one ranking. It goes like all the way to the top for like that month and a half span. So so, yeah, I think I I think that's awesome that you guys do that. And it's a it's a great idea. Like I said, I just you know, I, I understand like. Uh, for a while, uh, Kristen and Jesse probably think I'm just like shouting into the void about it, but it was satisfying <laughs> to see you guys post that content because I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> Other people also think this stuff is good. People but, like this, but yeah, hundred yeah. percent, yeah. But yeah, well, honestly, I, I we just want to thank you both for coming on uh, the episode. We we had an absolute blast talking to you guys. I yeah. hope you guys had some fun as yeah. well. Um, and we did. Thank you. Of course, and before we obviously uh, conclude this and let you guys go, we just want to ask you where, you know, obviously on YouTube, but where can our listeners and, and followers of Mickey Blog find uh, find your guys' content and, and anything anything exciting specifically you guys are working on or, or doing recently, um, feel free to talk about it. Go for it, Jenna. All right. Well, of course, you can find us on YouTube, Resort TV One. That's where... We uh, do most of the things, <laughs> um, but we also have um, Instagram Resort TV One. We have Facebook Resort TV One, Twitter Resort TV One. <laughs> so everything's Resort TV One, which is, you know, awesome because it's easy to find us. Um, mm -hmm. And we do have some exciting things coming up. Uh, we haven't announced yet, so make sure you have a notification bell on. And uh, that's all we can say about Ooh. that. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. Well, and you never know. Now I want to go turn my notifications on. <laughs> right. Like I need to know. Yeah. Well, and you never know. Disney's been gracious enough to invite us to some media events, you know, recently, and we got to go on Star, Star Cruiser and uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Blizzard Beach thing, and you know, several things. So yeah, you never know what what might be coming up. So stay tuned uh, for for all that. And uh, I mean, honestly, I'm just excited to keep bringing the magic and keep bringing content to people that that can't you know come themselves. I think yeah. that's the biggest reward is like when. People email us or, or call us or text us. We have a viewer um, whose wife was was terminal, unfortunately, and, and they she couldn't get to the parks anymore. And he sent us a message and let us know how important it was for them to watch that, you know, yeah. as she was you know, not doing well. Not to not to bring it down, but just yeah. to kind of say, you know, yeah, yeah. it's it's 
that to me was was just like made what we do completely worth it. Like to know that there are probably more people out there that haven't contacted us that want to see Disney World and have no way to get there because of whatever health reason yeah. or disability or whatever it is, financial reasons. And if we can bring that into their living room for a few minutes, you know, make them forget about their, their troubles, I think yeah, it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you guys spread that joy yeah. and magic and happiness, which is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's it's extremely rewarding, and you both should be extremely proud of that. And I think, you know, one Absolutely. of the things that Chris and Jesse and I talk about a lot is, you know, with with our profession, we we've been in a Disney park over two hundred times in the last year easily, uh, because we go to the parks three to five days a week. We cover stories, we we report on news, merchandise, construction, everything in between, and you know. I know it sounds crazy, but every once in a while you get a little tired doing that and you get a little burnt out or you might not have the best, most magical day every single day. But one of the things that I try to do, and I know Kristen and Jesse do this as well, um, you know, is remind yourself where you are, remind yourself how lucky you are, and also how many people you're bringing joy to. And for you guys, you guys bring a lot of joy to a lot of people all over the world. So definitely, um, you know, thank you for that. And and uh, and I know lots of other people appreciate that as well. So so thank you both so much for coming on the, tonight's episode or today's episode, rather. Sorry. Uh, and uh, yeah. and uh, for for more information to all of our listeners, if you enjoyed this episode. Please give it a good reading. Uh, subscribe to um, our YouTube channel if you haven't yet. We're doing every single episode uh, viewable on YouTube, but you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and multiple other platforms. And, of course, continue to support Mickey Blog. We cover all things Disney 24-7. So if you need any Disney news or info at all, feel free to check us out on the website. But you can also follow us on social media. Mickey Blog is on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Twitter. All that fun jazz, as I like to say. And, uh, and uh, thank you all so much for tuning in to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. Thanks, guys. guys. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.